Greetings to all my listeners tuning in. Welcome to Fractured Poet, a podcast for all of you poetically insane individuals who love getting lost in the art of poetry. Podcasting from Ontario, California, I am your host, Katrina Wisniewski, just another person in the world obsessed with words, striving to make sense of it all. All right, so during today's episode, I guess you can say is going to consist of a bunch of random poetry, but rather than titling this episode Random Poetry, I decided to just refer to it as Poetic. The few poems, I think five, six, seven poems, I think I'll be reciting, I lost count, I added some more after writing the first five, but yeah, I am going to recite at least seven poems, and they do not necessarily have a particular theme to them or have anything to do with each other. So without further ado, I will read the first poem, which is titled Isolation. Exploring things that are of the unfamiliar, incarcerated in this never-ending servitude of isolation, so quiet and covered with an eerie silence. Drowning in a pool of monotony, slowly becoming one with my thoughts, wandering in places that are forbidden. Allowing myself to get lost in this empty state of seclusion, creating a world unlike any other, escaping to places I've never been, entertaining the idea of absolutely nothing, a sense of longing that I ache to satisfy. So the idea of this poem came from, like many others, from that Write the Poem book that I have mentioned on and off throughout this podcast. I was rummaging through the book one day, selectively picking out the topics that stood out to me, this one being one of them, the topic being isolation. I wrote this poem towards the end of 2020 in October, October 23rd to be exact. I am not entirely sure if I was referring to anything specific when I drew up this poem, but after reading it out loud, this could have been referring to things or thoughts or whatever you want to call it I was experiencing during the pandemic, particularly being forced to stay indoors unable to have a social life to an extent. This whole quarantine or isolation can get to one's head. And I think that's what I was touching on based on when I wrote this poem. I know things haven't been completely and indefinitely taken away. I mean, there are things that we can do, but it just isn't the same. We have lived in a fear for so long that Even the thought of hanging out and being physically present around people is petrifying. Therefore, we are left to sink in our own thoughts and let our minds get the best of us, which is no bueno. And speaking for myself, when you don't have other outlets to keep your mind busy and keep that urge of going insane door locked, you begin to wander in places where you don't necessarily belong or want to be. I guess when I chose this poetry topic, 
I knew exactly what I was going to write about before I even knew what I was going to write about, if that made any sort of sense. Taking away this pandemic scenario, I think I always had that problem of letting my mind get the best of me at times. When the day is done and there's nothing left to do, no one to talk to, nothing to keep your mind occupied, no distractions, no noise going on, those thoughts eventually creep back in and start working you up again. But like I said, I don't even know if that was the initial idea for this poem. Just reading it out loud and thinking about what it could mean or how it could be interpreted, this is what I have come up with. Whether it's the right concept or the right answer to defining this poem, I have no freaking clue. You, the listener, can take it how you want it, interpret it, and contort it the way that you deem necessary, I guess. They are just words being regurgitated from a poetically insane individual such as myself. Which ironically brings me to the next poem. This one is fairly short, and it is called Words. These words in my head, I cannot explain. Free-flowing, I have no control. I write in rhymes or in riddles, but who can really tell? I write to escape reality. So many words and thoughts on paper. These words in my head. So this poem actually goes with what I had said about the previous poem, and I am pretty sure I have mentioned this more times than not over the course of this podcast, and it's probably getting annoying as fuck, but when I write poems, I sometimes have no idea where the hell they come from. This poem explains just that in one way or the other. I have so many words circling in this head of mine, it is hard to keep up and place each word in the right place. Some of the words I use for the poems I write don't really have an explanation to them. They just are. It's like when you're having a conversation with someone and you have no idea where the conversation is going to go. You don't have a script to read off of to know or have an inclination of what you're going to say or how you are going to respond. You just talk. And wherever your mouth goes is how the words come out. Poetry is something very sacred and valuable. To me, anyways. Depending on the topic of the poem itself, some poems can be cryptic and mysterious. Poems can have hidden meanings, or poems don't have to have meaning at all. Some poems can be absolute rubbish, while other poems can be talking about how writing poems about rubbish is completely rubbish. As the poem states in the end, I write to escape reality. And I do. I can write a poem about anything and everything. I can write things that I have never experienced, yet the poem might suggest otherwise with the right amount of detail I include in that particular poem. I can write about how a song or the sound of an instrument makes me feel, using certain words that bring out that emotion even more. There is a quote from one of my favorite movies that I like to refer to a lot, and I believe it has a lot of validity, especially with being a poet and all. 
I don't know if any of you are familiar with the 90s movie called Dangerous Minds, but Michelle Pfeiffer's character, who plays a teacher, once said that words are thoughts and we can't think without them. Now that I am old enough to understand what that sentence actually meant, I am constantly running that sentence in my head when I write poetry because words are thoughts. And if we didn't have words, what would life be like? I mean, without words, how would I be doing this podcast right now? I'm talking, I'm speaking in order to talk and speak. You're regurgitating words. Words are the primary key to life, to living. Whether it's lyrics to a song, paragraphs in an article or pages in a book or stanzas in a poem, words are words. And like the quote I just mentioned, words are indeed thoughts. It doesn't matter if they are made up, facts, important information, or what have you. Words form our thoughts and imaginations. Our thoughts have to be drawn out by using words to describe whatever we are thinking. We have images in our head, but in order to describe or expose those images, aside from drawing them out... One has to verbally or even writing, you have to explain those images somehow. And using words other than drawing them are the only way to do it. We cannot go through life without using words. So away from that tangent. So this next poem was also taken from that Write the Poem book. And the topic was a shadow. This poem is titled Dark Sided Shadow. To wrap my head around your existence, knowing all you do is mimic what you don't understand. A two-faced piece of shit with no meaning. You are lightless and lack conformity blackening even the darkest corners of hell, lurking in places you're not welcome, allowing your dark side to influence those who are innocent and pure. Most try to define you, taken by your rapid inconsistency, unable to explain your purpose. Nothing has ever been this obscure. You are nothing but an unsolved riddle. You can obfuscate your identity and pretend to be something you're not, creating such a malicious illusion, a shadow that cannot be extinguished. I wrote this poem in mid-January of 2021. Other than where my influence was in putting this poem together, I am not sure what the relevance was, if any. You know, it's funny though, when I say that, because a poem doesn't necessarily have to have relevance. A poem can exist without having any meaning attached to it. Words are very important tools, and as a poet, I can't always explain why I use the words I chose. As weird as that sounds, and I know I've said something like this before, it's crazy to really think about how I personally 
write the poems I do. Obviously, thought is put into each and every poem I write, but how do I come up with the things that I do? A question I often ask myself. When I wrote this poem, I concentrated on the topic at hand, which was trying to write about or describe a shadow. And where it led me, I don't know. I can't tell whether it was out of my control or I was in total control in the direction that I went in. This poem does sound a little dark and mysterious, considering I am talking about a shadow. Now, aside from my own body-like shadows, this could be referring to a paranormal-type shadow, almost like a dark entity. This could be talking about a dark paranormal shadow that likes to taunt the living, contorting itself to other things or different shadows, maybe even mimic the living. Who knows what I meant when I wrote this poem? When I browse through that Write the Poem book, I choose topics that intrigue me. The second I set my eyes on the word at the top of the page, I instantly know what direction to go in, at least at that moment. When I actually attempt to write the poem, my ideas might have changed. I don't know. Sometimes I amaze myself with how I come up with the poems that I do and how I write them. But anyways, moving on to the next poem. This poem was also written in mid-January of 2021, and it is also another topic I chose from the book I've been mentioning. This poem is called Insanity. It's been days since I last slept, suddenly becoming incoherent, losing all sense of perception creating a delusion of reality, allowing myself to fall in line to whatever seems plausible, participating in this repetitive mania. What most don't realize is that I am capable of manic episodes, causing a state of delirium and the urge to make irrational decisions. To know how long this lunacy will last is pure insanity. How ironic. To further explain this neurosis is an act of absolute folly. So please, if you will, excuse me while I embrace my inner demons and commit crimes of insomniac endeavors. Um, holy shit. Yeah, when I wrote this, I literally hadn't slept in 24 hours. So I guess I was kind of writing about insomnia, to which I have. Not that I have manic episodes and commit crimes due to my lack of sleep or anything, but the lack of sleep was definitely relevant in this poem. Again, as I said before reciting this poem, this was another poem or topic I took from the book I have been mentioning so many times throughout this podcast. Even though the topic of this was insanity, I went in a different direction with it and decided to write about how insomnia and the lack of sleep can deprive the mind and one's mental stability or lack thereof. This poem is actually a little bit creepy. It kind of freaked me out once I read it over after I wrote it. Just another poem where I had no clue where it was going to go until it was finished. 
But since there's not much else to say about this poem, I will move on to the next one, which is called, It's Not You, It's Me. Don't forget, after the sun comes up, my side of the bed will be cold. I no longer feel the need to satisfy your loneliness with my company, for it's too much to bear, and if I must be bold, it's quite pathetic. Sometimes I forget that you are older than me and seek out things I cannot give you. I am not your wife, nor am I the companion type. I don't like getting attached to people. It only leaves more room for heartbreak and fuckery. However, please don't misconstrue what I say. It's not you. It's me. And then there's this poem. I honestly do not even know what to say about this one because I have no freaking idea where this one came from either, let alone where the content came from. I don't know what I was referring to when I started writing out this poem. Don't even know what this could be potentially about either. Your guess is as good as mine. I happened to be sitting in bed in the dark with my laptop on and listening to music when all of a sudden I get a few words in my head and this poem was the result. It's a little scary when I look back at some of the poems I've written over the years because I often question how I came up with half of the poems that I wrote. I wonder what my thought process was and what triggered me to write something like that. I can write about things I've never experienced, like you've all heard me say before, or have any knowledge about, but my poem would suggest otherwise. I've had people approach me about some of the poems I have written, being sincerely concerned about me and my state of mind, so to speak. To think about how a poem is written, the writing process, and how it is formed and completed is mind-blowing. Words are thoughts. These next two poems I'm going to recite do not have titles, so here we go. How does it all play out? When will I know when it's time? Stuck on a highway with no U-turns? Forced to move on without looking back. The night owls glide through the sky. Hearing their cries, I shut down and pull over. The wind begins to pick up, and my hair suddenly flows with song. Looking up to the sky, the stars glisten ever so brightly. The little dipper exposes itself, letting me know that I am okay. Starting up again, this time with both eyes open. I understand now. I understand how it all works. Listen closely and it'll come to you. Watch with both eyes open and you'll know when it's time. Truth be told, I honestly do not even remember 
writing this poem, let alone what was going through my mind when I wrote it. I wrote this poem on the 1st of September in 2009. That was a long time ago. I have no idea what my thoughts were or if I even had any thoughts at all. This could have just been a random poem that, as usual, came out of nowhere. For all I know, this could have been a lifelike reference. I could have been doing some massive reflecting during that time, and this was the result of it. However, I do like the phrase, stuck on a highway with no U-turns, forced to move on without looking back. That definitely struck a nerve, even today, because isn't that what life is? Life tends to be plastered with no U-turn signs, forcing you to keep going and figure out another way back to where you came from, or just move forward completely and never move back. I don't know, but something about this poem grabbed me in a way I cannot explain. I chose this poem to be on this podcast for a reason. The way it sounded, the words I used, the way it was formed, and how it was concluded. But reading it out loud for the first time in years, it just struck a nerve. I guess because it still holds some sort of relevance to me, to my life, I can picture myself doing everything that this poem describes. Driving in the dark, suddenly spotting an owl lurking in the night, and pulling over somewhere to admire this mysterious creature, to experience everything that surrounds me on such a night, embracing the wind. To envision something like this is mesmerizing. The scenes that are being described in this poem, though, something must have been discovered. Something must have been figured out in order to understand how everything works. Who knows what that meant? I don't even know what I meant. Maybe one day I will figure it out. Maybe, just maybe, I will get to experience all those things and figure out what I meant. So I will now recite the last poem of this episode. And again, this last poem does not have a title. Beneath the souls you have kept lay endless bodies left unslept. Numb with confusion, your life is nothing more than an illusion. This life is not what it seems to take a breath and inhale the screams. Surrounded by darkened images, your body is now covered in bruises. To watch the reflection that shines ahead, so many words will be left unsaid. The shadows fail to linger, yet somehow claim you a bother. Hiding behind a face of shame, It will take more than one to replace. Trapped in a self-destructive mind, a new destiny has been designed. 
to shelter the sanity that's within. All you have left is to grin. These transparent souls will continue to creep. It's no wonder you've developed a wound so deep. Oi, this was a pretty dark and creepy poem. At least I thought so. And again, another poem I do not remember writing. This, like the poem before, was a poem that was written a long time ago. July 11th of 2009, to be exact. Obviously, this is a rhyming poem. I really don't know what to say about this one, though, because it was written so long ago. I don't remember where my mindset was when I wrote this one. However, I chose this poem because I love the way it sounded. Again, the words that I chose. The way it sounded in my head. The images that popped up in my head when I was reading it over. Something just came over me. It was disturbing, yet soothing all at the same time. How that makes sense, I have no fucking clue. But to me, it makes sense. So, yeah. I am definitely not one to toot my own horn when it comes to admiring my own poetry. But I really loved how I wrote this poem and the ideas that came to when I wrote this poem. I amaze myself more times than not with how I come up with the poems that I do. I dig out these words that belong nowhere at first. And before I know it, these individual words have formed a masterpiece, adding another poem to the notebook. And I know I have said it a million times by now, but I am baffled by how I come up with the poems I do. The words I use and how I use them, the phrases and the stanzas they form, what they contain, the images and scenarios or even sceneries that are created, all with words. The imagination is a powerful thing, and it's clear that I never let that go to waste. And with that, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I am afraid that concludes the show. I am probably running at almost 30 minutes, and that is at the very moment a record breaker, and I'm sure everyone that has been begging me to extend these episodes longer than seven, ten minutes, you're probably shitting yourself because I've actually reached pretty much 30 minutes and sitting in heaven because I've extended it. So you are welcome. To those that are not used to sitting this long, listening to my podcast and are bored by it or annoyed, I am very, very sorry. It just kind of happened the way that it happened. But to those of you who are always tuning in, and even those who are just joining in, I hope you liked what you heard, and tune in next time. Thank you so much for all of your support and lending your ears. It does mean a lot to me, and I definitely appreciate each and every one of you. You can catch this and future episodes at anchor.fm forward slash fractured poet. 
This episode of Fractured Poet was written and produced by me, Katrina Wisniewski. Music by Alternative Rock Volume 1 and Rock Electronica Volume 4 from freeplaymusic.com. You can always follow me on Instagram at Fractured Poet. And as always, thanks for listening and until next time.